It has been said that faithful Christians overcome so they can come on over when this life ends. Oh, I love that. And you know, only the faithful and obedient will have that victory in Christ. Let's talk about victory today from our broadcast here from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you to our J-Web. Greetings to all of you. It is so good to have you with us today for our broadcast. We are always honored that you have chosen to make the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast part of your life. Whether you're listening to us over the air, through internet options, through podcast platforms, thank you for choosing us. And today, we're going to talk about victory. Listen to these words from Revelation 12, verses 10 through 12. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. You know, friends, when you think about it, the devil does have a short time. Now, I don't know how much longer he's going to make havoc of this world as the God of this world, that's the lowercase g, Second Corinthians 4, 4. But I love the victorious statement for the child of God. Do you have a life that is victorious in Christ? Listen to this text from 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven and 58. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. When one has victory in Jesus, one can overcome the world. How thankful to have that victory only through Christ. Now, we're going to talk about the victory in Christ today through some word studies from this text. Keep in mind that Paul is writing to Christians in Corinth, and so they would be applicable to the Christian. And it is only appropriate before we begin that we extend a very special study to you. This study is called Victory in Jesus. That's appropriate, is it not? And here is our Jay Webb to tell you how you can receive your Victory in Jesus study. We appreciate you and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study titled Victory in Jesus is available in a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff. Dear friends, let's think about the word brethren. Therefore, my beloved brethren, that is the verse from 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. Now, brethren is a word for fellow Christians. So let's ask the question, how did these Corinthians come to be Christians? We will turn back to Acts, the 18th chapter, beginning with verse 1. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. And he came to them, because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for by occupation they were tent makers. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath, and persuaded both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy had come from Macedonia, Paul was compelled by the Spirit, and testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. But... When they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. And he departed from there and entered the house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshipped God and whose house was next door to the synagogue. Then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians believed, or rather, and many of the Corinthians hearing believed, and were baptized. Now, dear friends, when you think about this simple response, they heard, they believed, and they were baptized. He's writing to the church at Corinth, 1 Corinthians 1 and 2. So, let's bring forth a simple conclusion. Can we not concur and agree upon the Scripture that the adding to the church in Acts 2 and verse 47 is the same church to whom the Corinthians were added? Dear friends, yes, we can. So we also note on the day of Pentecost how they heard the gospel. They did believe it. They did repent as commanded. They were baptized. So, dear friends, the Corinthians became Christians, and that's the same way that we become Christians. They were called brethren. Let's notice the second word in this text, steadfast. Now, let's dig a little deep right here as we talk about this word in its original meaning from the Greek language, hedreos. Now, according to Strong's, it means, by implication, something immovable, settled, or steadfast. It will have one settled and permanent and continuing in the faith. So every saint, every Christian from the 1st to the 21st century needs to heed this exhortation to keep on keeping on. To be steadfast in doctrine. That's Acts 2 and verse 42. How they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. One must be steadfast in one's faith in Christ. The Colossian brethren who had obeyed the gospel... Paul told them in Colossians 2, 5, But though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the Spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Listen to Hebrews 3, verse 14. 
For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. When you summarize all that, one is steadfast in doctrine or teaching, one is steadfast in one's faith in Christ, and as a partaker, we are partaking as in food, partaking of spiritual food. As we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we will be filled, Matthew 5, 6, that keeps us immovable, that keeps us settled and steadfast within the faith of what we have obeyed. He uses the word immovable. Now, folks, the interesting part of this word, it's a negative word, but it's used in a positive way. It builds on being steadfast. In other words, immovable is not a good word because it keeps people where they don't need to be. But the way the word is used here builds on steadfast. Actually, it ties in immovable. It emphasizes to not be moved away from the hope of the gospel, Colossians 1.23. In 1 Corinthians 15.1-4, the gospel that they heard, received, and obeyed, they were standing in that gospel. This helps them to withstand against every wind of doctrine. Listen to Ephesians 4.4, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. We are immovable. Now we're steadfast standing in the faith, but immovable we're resisting the things that could attack our faith. And then the fourth word here, abounding in the work of the Lord. You're now abundantly furnished. You abound in the work. You see, we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 2.10. And Colossians 3.17 reminds us that whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. So, dear friends, when we think about these things and consider... Paul is not speaking here of being a work as in a salvation only by works. No, we are saved through our faith in obedience unto God, and works just reflect the faith of what we do. We are to abound or grow therein. Dear friends, these words are powerful, brethren, steadfast, immovable, and abounding. Would you like to learn a little more? Tell you what we're going to do. I want to bring our J-Web back with the Victory in Jesus study offer. If you missed it earlier, here it is once again. We appreciate you and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study titled Victory in Jesus is available in a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff. Dear friends, consistent strength. One can remain onward and upward. Through Christ, one is able to excel more than could ever be imagined. That's why we read the exhortation of Hebrews 4.14, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. But dear friends, you have to have the victory in Christ before we can hold on to it. We are thankful 
for the victory that's only in Christ. And the words we study today will guide us to be obedient unto Him. Let's think on these things. Let us help you with your study of the Word of God through the Victory in Jesus study again that is free. We will continue these studies together another time. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.